the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. This is the new generation of talk radio in the Bay Area. This is KNEW, AM and HD, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose. Now, your money, your life. It's Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Took a couple days off, but I'm back live. I think I'm the only live radio show this week, other than the other lame talk live radio shows this week. But I feel like I'm the only live talk radio show this week, so don't be shy. I'm here at least three days this week. Not sure if I'm here next year because I still don't have a contract. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. Get what I mean, go to mean, go to mean. Come on, John. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. They, you know and I know they can't let me in the building without a contract. So we've got three days to figure something out, to sign it and to review it. This is going to the wire. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Interesting holiday season. First and foremost, what did you get for the Christmas gifts? I got silk pajamas. That's my big gift this year. I kind of look like, well, they're Hugo Boss pajamas. I kind of look like, well, Mr. Brady. <laughs> I kind of look like Mr. Brady, which thing I th- me thinks I'm officially old. Me thinks I'm officially old now that I'm getting pajamas is my big gift. And like I've always said, Christmas sucks. Holidays suck. You get a lot of gifts that you don't really want, that you don't really need. I got a fleece that, eh, let's just put it this way. Mr. Rogers says it looks wimpy. I don't much care for the holiday season. I just don't. It's just not my nature. I like the people. I like the wine. I like the food. The gifts I could do without. I mean, I remember when gifts were great, when they were fantastic, when they were magical, when they were Mr. Potato Head, and you'd rip open Mr. Potato Head, and you'd like, ah, I got Mr. Potato Head. Or you'd get a Lego tub of 221 pieces, starter set for your little builder, and you'd rip into it. You'd get, hmm... Maybe something from Sesame Street that was still magical. You know the boys from Sesame Street? Who was your favorite Sesame Street character? It's got to be Cookie Monster, right? Or Oscar the Grouch. A person who's homeless living in a trash can. He's lovable. He's lovable. How can you not like Oscar the Grouch or Ernie and Bert, first gay couple on television? Cookie Monster, Elmo, Tonka Trucks. Remember Tonka Trucks as a kid? Or Play-Doh, Cabbage Patch Kids. Your sister would get them and you'd be like, those are kind of annoying. Board games. Do you remember when you get board games for Christmas? Board games like Clue and Shoots and Ladders, Monopoly and Scrabble and Pictionary and Battleship and Gestures and Scategories and Cranium and Taboo. And those are the new ones in this day and age. The good old-fashioned one, the Twisters and the Clues and the Monopolies, the Scrabbles. Nerf, Nerf footballs, Nerf basketballs. Joe the Toad, uh, Joe, Joe the Jock, 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 Jock. Who's the guy that you hit on his head? 
And um, he'd kick field goals. Ah, I can't think of it at this point in time. Anyway, or the classic red wagon. What's your Christmas gift that you got this year that you want to brag about? What's something that you're, 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 you're totally on top of the world from? Was it love from your little lady? What was it? What got you high? What got you kicking? What got you bumping? What got you happy this year? Because I got pajamas. I look like Mr. Brady. My life is over. Chris Rock would mock me. and go. He would mock me. He would go, Mr. Brady. <laughs> he would just totally run me into the ground. For, I've got pajamas. I take it you didn't get a Kindle. I did not get a Kindle. That was the voice of Heidi, also known as the voice of God on this show. The first words on a child's mouth are mama, and mama means God, or goddess, in my opinion, screaming goddess sometimes more often than not. But I did not get a Kindle. My viewers and my listeners let me down. For the last year, I've been campaigning that you get me a Kindle. Amazon's Kindle hit an important and startling milestone. On Christmas, the company sold more Kindle books than physical books. This is the result of everyone who got a Kindle on Christmas. The day after, they fired it up and they ordered a bunch of e-books on the day after. I didn't get a Kindle. My listeners don't love me. <laughs> I don't have a contract for next year. My boss doesn't love me. But you know what? I can always coach Little League Soccer. I got that going on for me. I got that, and uh, I could open up a bar. So who knows what... 2010 holds for Rob Black. Can I just refer to it as 10? Anyway, there's a great photo, and I'm going to forward this to our webmaster here at, uh, where are we at? Clear Channel, 910, KNEW. Oh, no, it's not KNEW anymore. It's 910 AM. More stimulating talk. We killed the KNEW because, well, I'm not allowed to talk about why we killed it. But there's a great sh- uh, photo of Jeff Bezos. You know, he's the CEO of Amazon.com. He's screaming. Tell me, Heidi, isn't that not a great photo of Jeff Bezos? She just came into the studio. That's a great photo, isn't it? It's like unflattering. A, unflattering. You can see that, how many cavities he has. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's actually good to be at work. I'm one of those people I'd rather be here than at home. I don't know why. I feel comfort at work. I feel love at work. I feel joy at work. 800-345-5639. Let's get to some of the content of the day because apparently... No one got anything good for Christmas because the phone's not ringing off the hook. Me and my pajamas, my Hugo Boss pajamas, must be the top gift. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. How about the box office boom? Did you go see Avatar? Incredibly overrated, but not so much in the, uh, how shall we say, the Do-Re-Mi cash register of the holiday season. Did incredibly well. Sherlock Holmes did well. And a sequel. No, no, a squeak-quel. That's right. I'm I'm joining the Alvin and Chipmunks um, bandwagon. Hollywood had a huge weekend. Box office, get this. It's a three-day weekend record. We are so tired of the holiday seasons that we go see movies. What do you think the what do you think it was? For three days, what do you think we made? Three hundred million dollars. Not too shabby. Now the Weinstein brothers, they're not too happy. They produced that movie Nine, which has, a, again, a singing Nicole Kidman. Flop. $5.5 million. Flop. Charlie Sheen. It's not Christmas without Charlie Sheen, right? Bad boy Charlie Sheen. Star of the worst TV show of all time. A sign that the apocalypse. This is one of the four signs of the apocalypse. Two and a half men. 
worst TV show of all time. He was arrested in Colorado on Christmas after, get this, an alleged altercation with his wife, which involved a weapon. So it's not Christmas until Charlie Sheen gets arrested, I say. So ho, 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 it's Christmas. Now, how about Christmas as far as retail sales go? Because this is always important. Retail sales rose in expected, estimated, better than expected, 3.6% for the holiday season. So there was a little bit of ho, 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 do re me going on. Higher than forecast outcome. A jump in purchases the week before Christmas helped the year-over-year electronic sales. Electronics, big, big, big sellers. Electronic sales up 6% from November 27th to December 24th. I spent all day yesterday with one of, one of my elderly relatives installing his computer, getting it up to date, taking off all the programs that don't need to be on it, helping him network and things along those lines. So I spent four hours doing that yesterday. Electronics, big sellers. Now, he's one of those people who's a little bit elderly who will buy stuff for himself during the holiday season, knowing that's when the discounts go on. So he's a smart guy. He's a good spender. I like seeing it. Jewelry and luxury sales also gained. So in the world of investments, maybe Tiffany's, maybe Best Buy, maybe Apple. Electronics, jewelries, and luxury items did good. Now, Christmas fell for the Friday this year. Fell, no, 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 speaking English, Rob. Christmas fell on a Friday this year compared with Thursday last year. That gave retailers an extra day. Now, next year, we're going to have Christmas on Saturday. So next year's Christmas is going to look even better than this year's Christmas. Now, excluding that extra day, it could temper the increase anywhere from 2 to 4%. Improving consumer sentiment at aided holiday sales. Consumer sentiment for higher income folks have been improving a lot lately. We, the people who make over six figures, we look at you, you peons. We look at you, how shall we say, bread eaters, you pagans, you godless people. We're feeling pretty good about our economy. Higher income earners are feeling pretty good about it. They're not feeling the 10.4% unemployment. They're not feeling the 12% plus in the state of California. So spending was pretty good. Holiday selling period ends January 2, technically. So retailers are going to report December sales on January 7th. Now, that's going to be a big one. So this year, we've seen an increase in stability in spending compared with last year. Apparel, big losers. So stay away from the apparel stocks, except for the fact that we know that apparel was a big loser. Colder weather, it probably accounted for a pickup in purchases. But again, uh, apparel's looking like it was a bad number. Now, if you... Look at another number inside of retailing. You have to. And for the record, this is the Rob Black Show. I'm the one, the only Rob Black. Actually, there's 28 Rob Blacks on Wikipedia. 28. Oh. Anyway, I got a website, robblack.com, robblack.com. Out of all of them, I was the first one to figure out to get that. Actually, someone else had it before me. It was a porn producer. He did child kitty, kitty, kitty porn. He did snuff films. He was featured on CBS 60 Minutes. They said, on 60 Minutes CBS, coming up, Rob Black, childhood pornographer. I'm like, oh, there goes my career. I should have had a different name, right? So this guy was bad. He was evil. But he let his website lapse 10 years ago. And I grabbed it. I took it. Signed up for a whole lifetime. It's going nowhere. It's mine. So more eBay shoppers have used cell phones to make purchases this season than last year. Hot toy of the year, the Juju Pet. eBay says holiday mobile purchases include a 1966 Chevy Corvette that sold for $75,000, a 23-foot boat that sold for $19,000, and all I got was a freaking set of pajamas and a fleece. 
didn't get a boat. I didn't get a Chevette. I didn't get a Juju pet robotic hamster. What would I do with a Juju pet hamster? eBay said they nearly 6 million people have eBay applications on iPhones. So lots and lots of action going on out there. It's the Rob Black Show. Get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com. Or you can jump on the live blog at talk910.com, talk910.com. I'm Rob Black. Rob Black chat room live now. Go to talk910.com. Go to the Rob Black page and click play. Three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. Honey baked ham. Mmm. That's all I can say. So I watched a lot of movies over the holidays. I watched Julie and Julia. Sucked. I watched The Hangover. Sucked. Not funny. I watched the Star Trek film. It was okay. But kind of cliche. I'm tough to please. I'm tough to entertain. I've got high expectations. Don't come to me if you're the same old Joe. Ooh. Um, I did buy myself a Keurig coffee machine. It makes those little single cups of coffee that like McDonald's is using. So kind of cool. It's brews the coffee at perfect 191 degrees or whatever it is that it's perfect cup of coffee. Um, no mess, no coffee grinds. It's the future of coffee in my opinion. Uh, Pete's Coffee tried to buy them. For that exact reason, Dietrich Coffee. Dietrich makes this coffee machine that you basically put it in a little, like, um, you know, like a barbecue sauce that McDonald's has, like those little packets. You basically put that into the coffee machine, and it, it brews a perfect cup of coffee. It's nice. It's nice. And it's 50 cents for a perfect cup of coffee, not $4 for a perfect cup of coffee. That's why Pete's was trying to buy them. I think Pete's was trying to see um, the big the big kicker is, is fewer people in the future will have that $4 for a cup of joe. So they're a little bit more cautious about it. So Circuit City, let's 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 review the whole year and let's see if we can't do it in two minutes or less. Let's see. Let me start my timer. Okay. Whole year of business. On January 17th, Circuit City began liquidating their their stores. Battle with Kmart, Walmart, and Best Buy, they lost. January 26th, Pfizer said they're gonna buy Wyeth for $68 billion. Big drug companies are trying to get more product. February 27th, GE chopped its dividend by 68%. First time since the Great Depression they cut their dividend. So it was a real recession. March 29th, we learned that the government has ousted GM's chief executive, Rich Wagner. So the government started to take control of the auto industry. April 20th, we learned that Oracle struck a deal to buy Sun Microsystems for $7.4 billion. What we learned out of that was tech companies are starting to consolidate. There's ultimately going to be four of them. There's going to be companies like Oracle, IBM, companies like HP... It's going to be just a very few companies down the road because they're all buying each other to integrate basically bells and whistles so they can sell their customers. April 30th, Chrysler filed for bankruptcy. Car industry stinks. It's gone overseas. June 1st, GM files for bankruptcy reorganization. Pension plans, um, not what they used to be. We overpromised the car maker, uh, automobile workers. June 10th, Chrysler emerges from bankruptcy. Fiat took management control of Chrysler. So a great American automobile, a reliable K car, now Managed by Fiat. July 10th, GM exits bankruptcy with the United States owning over 60% of the company. Maybe I'll do this in two minutes. 
July 24th, we introduced the Cash for Clunkers. It was a U.S. rebate program that starts nearly runs out of money. Instant success. Clunker. Clunkers, Cash for Clunkers, huge success. July 29th, it's probably the the stimulative thing that um, Obama has done, and a lot of people don't like it because basically we've said, hey, sell us your old car, and we'll give you a whole brand new car with $30,000 of of debt on top of it. July 29th, Google, Microsoft, Yahoo, they agreed in in cooperation to do online search. So Google, um, basically huge monster. So Microsoft and Yahoo get together on July 29th and make a deal. August 31th, Walt Disney says it's going to buy Marvel Entertainment. They want more characters. They want more movies. They want more content. September 7th, Kraft raised their bid for Cadbury, $16.7 billion. They want more shelf space in um, grocery stores. September 9th, Apple Steve Jobs appeared in public for the first time since his liver transplant. That stock's at $210 now. There's an app for that. That's on a roll. September 21, Dell says they're going to buy Pro Systems. Again, trying to be kind of a service provider of technology. They want to integrate and be on top of it. Walmart on October 15th said they're starting a price book war with Amazon.com. Me and you, the consumer, the winner. November 3rd, Warren Buffett said he's going to buy a railroad company, Northern Burlington, Northern Santa Fe, for $26.3 billion. What should you learn about that? What Warren does, you should do. Go buy a choo-choo uh, ra- uh, tra- train stock. It's a very good idea. They don't have lots of competition. December 3rd, GE agreed to sell control of NBC Universal to Comcast. The future of media, it's going towards a pay model again. It's going towards a pay model, ladies and gentlemen. The, the whole free of the internet I don't think is going to be the big story of 2010. I think the big story of 2010 is going to be that we're going to start having charges thrown at us for the content that we want. Hulu is going to have a pay model this time next year. I will almost bet my soul on it. December 14th, Exxon agrees to buy XTO Energy for $31 billion. They're saying that natural gas is a big play for the future of global warming, for the future of America, not in the next year, but the next 10, 20, 30 years. And December 15th, Boeing's Dreamliner jet finally took off its first flight after it was delayed for basically two years. There it is. It's the year in review. In three minutes and 33 seconds, I want to see anyone else in finance do it like I do. I need a cigarette. So Apple, the tablet's getting delayed. Now, no one else is going to tell you this. Everyone else is going to be talking about the Apple. I told, talked about the Apple six months before the tablet was, was due out. I talked about it long before anyone else. Now I'm telling you, it's going to get delayed. It is not going to be a first quarter 2010 issue. Ultimately, what's uh, happening is there's a glass shortage. There's a problem trying to strengthen the glass that's going to be used in the product. The glass strengthening technology, it's forced delays on the product. So it's going to be towards the end of next year. Mm, let me correct that. It's going to be at least towards the end of summer. Start of summer, end of summer, not the start of spring, end of spring. It's going to be more that time frame before we ultimately get it. So that's big news. And that tells you that it's a stock price for perfection. It may have some downside. Be careful. Now, what we learned this weekend. Was it this weekend? Yeah, it was this weekend. I heard this story. I was like, uh-oh. You remember you were sitting somewhere and you heard about a plane over Detroit where someone tried to blow up the plane? Well, well, it's going to be tougher for you and I to fly. New security restrictions swiftly implemented following a botched attempt to blow up an airliner on Christmas Day, making air travel more burdensome. I don't mind being burdened. I don't. I don't mind sitting in my seat for an hour before the flight lands. I don't mind not having a blanket on my lap. I don't mind that at all. I think it is a privilege to fly. It is not a right in our constitution to fly. 
So we're going to face longer lines at checkpoints. We're going to have less freedom to move around the plane. Leisure travelers, such as families that packed airports to return home on Sunday, um, they quickly found out things have changed over the weekend. Business travelers, that's the issue. For me to jump to L.A. or for me to jump to Seattle or to Portland, I may go, you know what? Eh, Too burdensome. I'll just try to do it on a a phone call. So business travelers ultimately could be the ones who, who hurt the airline industry. That's right. You're saying, Rob, you're talking about botched terrorism attack and instead of, I'm not going to be a douche like Ron Owens. So, did you fly this weekend? How did it make you feel? Did you like the longer lines? I'm not going to be douchey Ron Owens. Instead, I'm going to tell you, United Airlines down 3%. Southwest is down. American's down. Delta's down. All down. Ultimately, when there's an act of terrorism, the airlines go down. Or when there's a potential act of terrorism, the airlines start to sell off. Delays caused by new measures... It might not dissuade international travelers because we do want to travel internationally. But again, it's the business traveler. So you got to look at the companies who've got the exposure to like Chicago, exposure to New York, exposure to L.A., where the hubs are. So uh, Delta and Southwest, not so much problematic, but United and American, very, very problematic. You get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. For 2010, if I'm here, still no contract. Maybe my tagline will be, instead of more stimulating talk, less douchey radio talk show host topics. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Do you feel like I feel that it's, it's, it's a privilege to fly and not a right? Do you not mind a little bit of inconvenience? I don't mind. I still hate the, the, the whole process, but it's a necessary evil. It comes with the territory. 800-345-5639 to get your calls there. It's Rob Black Show. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. You're listening to Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. This was used wonderfully with Richard Gere in the 1970s when he was playing the part of a gigolo. Richard Gere's been around for a long time. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's been a very good year for me, and I wildly appreciate everything that's happened this year. Um, it's been a good decade for me. I'm... I'm not rubbing it in. I'm not trying to show off. I'm just saying I've, I've enjoyed my life. If I get hit by a bus right now, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. If I lose my job, if I lose my wealth, if I lose my health, I'm okay with it. I've had a good run. A couple predictions for 2010. I know everyone likes predictions, right? Now, these are tied towards media. I think I have a keen insight into media and why it stinks so bad. Oh, first and foremost, there's going to be a new commercial format that you are going to hate. I promise you this. It's basically called the divided attention. Where, for instance, let's say you're watching Craig Ferguson. I like Ferguson. I think he's the funniest late night talk show host. 
instead of going to commercial, what will happen is on the right side of the screen, you'll see him prepping for another guest or you'll see him talking to the audience. And on the other side, you're going to see a commercial. So they want to keep your attention during the commercial break. So, you know, maybe you'll be watching a, a commercial for Sanka on the left side of the screen. But on the right side of the screen, you're watching Ferguson get ready. You're, so you're getting something beneficial. You're getting kind of a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. Or that same exact thing will be used in sports nonstop. So you're going to start seeing what's a divided format on your TV screen. And you're going to see it in 2010. It's going to be slow to roll out, but it's going to happen. Because they, they, they hate the fact that during commercials... You pause it, you go get popcorn, you go get a beer, you come back and you go bloop, 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 and you jump right over the commercials. So TV's going to try to get a little bit more smarter trying to figure out ways to keep you in. And I want to be surprised if that's just the new format going forward in 2011, 2012, where they just kill the three-minute commercial break. And during 24, you're watching Jack Bauer torture someone, and on the left-hand side of the screen, you're seeing a commercial for Sanka. I know you're saying, Rob, who drinks Sanka? No one drinks Sanka. No one drinks Folgers. No one, no one, no one. Okay, so that's going to be a big thing in 2010, in my opinion. Another thing, there's going to be what's called the Tiger Fallout, in which I think you're going to see, we've already heard, we've already heard about, what have we already heard about? Oh, I forgot what I was going to go with there. Okay, more of the Tiger Fallout. I think you're going to see companies take less risk. Oh, no, we've already heard about TMZ Sports. TMZ Sports is going to change the world of advertising. TMZ hires photographers to go get dirt on people. Okay? So now, when they're hiring photographers to go get dirt on on Alex Rodriguez, it's easy. That dude puts his thing in more women than you can shake a stick at. They're going to get camera. They're going to get it. It's going to happen. It's going to Sports will change forever. Because of TMZ Sports. I think it brings down the athlete. I think it brings down the advertising world. Because Tiger, what we've already seen is advertisers are willing to bail on you. Nike's sticking by Tiger, but no one else is sticking by Tiger. So I think we're going to see a, a, a different, you're just going to see less risks. You're going to see pitchmen like me. Just average Joe become pitchmen. You're not going to see the big pitchmen. In my opinion, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think there's going to be something... Uh, Jay Leno, I don't think he's going to survive primetime. I think Jay Leno's lame. He's averaging fewer than 6 million viewers a night, his, t- uh, his TV show. It's doing so poorly that it's spilling over and pummeling 11 o'clock newscasts for local NBC affiliates. NBC is going to cite future owner Comcast commitment to quality programming. They're going to declare its return to one-hour drama shows in that hour. I think Jay Leno dies in 2010. Question is, where does he go? O'Brien has yet to really show that he could fill Leno's shoes. But bumping O'Brien off to get Leno back, it would cost NBC $40 million in penalties. So look for Jay Leno to bolt to ABC. That's just my opinion. I think it happens. I think Disney's going to buy Electronic Arts. I think what we're seeing in the world of media is that they want to spread their their bets and their cost of production over as much entertainment as they can. And why? Because this year we saw Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 turn out to be the biggest entertainment franchise launch ever. It beat everything, everything, and it spanked it handily. It doubled what Avatar did in its first weekend. So I think you're going to see companies like Disney go, you know what? Video games just aren't for kids anymore. It's not just about Pac-Man. I think you're going to see Hulu start charging. I think this is a no-brainer. The free uh, videos, I think they're going to start, you know, try to figure out some ways to get people to watch the programming at a cost. Maybe 
maybe they'll give you the older episodes, last seasons for free with advertising support. But this season, you're going to have to throw down a little Do-Re-Mi. I wouldn't mind that. I'm not against that in any way, shape, or form. What is a little bit of Do-Re-Mi? 99 cents? Buck? Buck 20? Buck 30? Buck 40? It's going to make me think before I, I click on it. That's for sure. Because I don't want to throw it down the, the, the rabbit hole, so to speak. Luxury, one of the last industries to embrace the web. I think you're going to start seeing more uh, luxury websites out online. Ooh, let's see. I think that's about it. That's all about all the predictions I'm willing to make. It's about all the predictions I'm willing to make. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. This all goes back to a, an article today in the New York Times. I love the New York Times. I will admit that I love the New York Times. Over more than a decade, there's an article about adding fees and fences on media websites. A guy named Rupert Murdoch, he owns the Wall Street Journal. He's adamant. He's pissed off that too much of his content goes out for free. So rather than letting all search engines crawl his sites, he's basically said, nope. Hulu, he's owned partly by Mr. Murdoch's company, is considering charging viewers to watch some of the TV shows that now streams for free. Magazine publishers... They've banded together to try to create its own version of the iTunes store, aiming for a day when they can sell enhanced versions of what they've been given away for free. The iPhone, the Kindle, all these readers out there, I think you're going to see more of a push to get some sort of subscription tied towards them. The Kindle, you can get the New York Times, but you got to pay for it. Media companies of all stripes, whether they be zebras or horses or ponies. They've built their businesses on assumption that advertising would, would pour into their coffers. And advertising's not pouring into coffers on the web. For all the web's cracked up to be, there's still more bang for your buck in print. There's still more bang for your buck outside the internet. So the question is, will pay systems work? I think in some niches they will. I think in some niches they will. For instance, high quality financial information, I'm willing to pay for information on who Uma Thurman's dating or not, I'm not willing to pay for. So those kind of publications, not going not gonna to fly. But they will be ad-supported. Websites like TMZ, wildly profitable from infidelity. Wildly profitable. Established media, high operating cost, outdated technology, they face a huge problem. They're going to try to get people to subscribe, whether it works or not. Still a little bit unsure. I got an email that I want to hit ever so quickly. Drop me an email. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. You got a message. Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh! What the hell is email? What's this? A letter for me. You've got mail, baby, yeah. This one comes to me from a man named Etienne. Okay, I'll admit, that's a pretty, pretty damn sexy name for a Frenchman. Etienne. If I were a Frenchman... I'd want to be named ATN. So anyway, he goes, I, ha- I want to become a trader. Can you recommend a course or a program, a brokerage firm? I really want to manage my own portfolio. I don't recommend it. ATN, you may be the world's greatest French lover. You may top Pepe Le Pew as the world's greatest lover. Mm-hmm. You may be a great CEO or a great employee or a great manager, but you're not going to be able to do all three. To be a great trader, you have to quit your job and go to New York or Chicago. I've been in this industry many, 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 many years, and I can tell you, I've never met a great trader who sits at his home in his pajamas. Never. I've never met a great trader who goes and treats it seriously and works in his back office. Never. 
I've never met anyone who went to a class that teaches you how to day trade ever who turned $10,000 into 20, let alone 10,000 into a million. Trading is a full-time job and it's not for people who are underfunded. You have to be well-funded. Trading comes with problems. It comes with taxes. It comes with transaction costs. It comes with being wrong. If there's one thing I can do this year to save you, Atan, let me tell you. Go use your name to get as many women as you can. Go be the world's greatest lover. Go be the world's greatest manager. Whatever you went to college for, be that person. Don't quit your job to become a trader. I think it's a huge mistake, and I've seen hundreds and hundreds of people get burned. Just like I saw a lot of people saying, I want to buy real estate. I want to own real. I want to be a real estate guy, just like Trump in the 2000s. And now, what? 25% of all mortgages are upside down. 45% of all mortgages in, in Florida are upside down because people are speculative and they want it to be that. Etienne, don't do it. Do not do it. No, no, no. 800 345 5639 to get your calls in there. No phone calls for 40 minutes. Sweet. <laughs> I once was having sexy time. And the woman goes, she goes, me, me, me. And I go, what, do you, what do you say to that? 800-345-5639 to get your calls there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls there. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. show hell i'm working this week i don't know why other than that i love you the listener <laughs> that must be it i've got wonderful gifts in my life like kareem the dream intern he's working and you can take a look at him at talk 910.com talk 910.com one of the best looking men i've ever seen in my life you can look at him at talk 910.com or or you could yeah, i'm also lucky to be working with heidi it's wonderful she got an IOU for a puppy for Christmas. And what I would say to that is, if someone gave me an IOU for a puppy, I'd say, what the hell is this? Seriously, this is the weakest Christmas gift I've ever gotten in my life. An IOU for a puppy? Yeah. I would give him divorce papers. It was actually a it says printed out photo of a puppy, and it said IOU on it. That is the lamest gift I've ever heard of. Why not just give you a dead puppy and say, maybe one day Christ will make it rise from the, 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 the grave like Lazarus and you'll have a, a living dead puppy and you'll be the most unique person on the planet. Let's go to Eric in San Francisco. Eric, how are you, Eric? Hey, Rob. Hey. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. What'd you get for Christmas, Eric? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? You got no loved ones? You got no, no, no kids, no wife, no loved ones? No, I do, but we, you know, we gave some gifts to the kids and such. But I don't, you know, Chris. I got, I buy everything I need. I don't need anything. I got yeah. so much chintz and junk and stuff. I'm like, don't buy me anything, and and no, we, nobody really bought many people much of anything. Good. What was what was the big gift for the kids? What did they get that that they loved? Um, you know, it's ironic. One of the kids got her all this. Toys and fancy plastic stuff and everything. Yeah. And what she liked was a little hand-sewn owl that somebody made for her. And she carried that thing around with her left and right. And so it's sort of ironic that all the fancy, expensive gifts shipped overseas were, 
didn't compete with a little hand-sewn doll. You know, actually, that's not ironic. That's just a coincidence. <laughs> so, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. it's just it's just it's just a coincidence. So, just just a quinky dink, huh? Yep, absolutely. So, what questions do you have today? So, um, yeah, I'm I'm 46 and uh, I make a, about a hundred grand a year doing consulting and um, for myself. And I rent a cheap apartment with my girlfriend, have really low expenses. Um, I contribute a bunch to my IRA and all that stuff. I do have a stock, some stock accounts. You know, I tried to mess around with, with trade station and such, and so I learned how to trade, but that's a lot of work. So I'm, these days I, I'm still in, in the market, but I'm not. I would say not an active investor. I've been listening to you for a long time. You have a lot of good insight. Um, so, so um, I do believe that the that the world that the markets are getting you know volatility is is here, and the, I can't really think of where the world's going to go. You know, I've always been a little bit sort of afraid and wanted to be agile as an investor, so I never bought a house and. Turned out, I you know I lost maybe twenty grand in the stock market in, in the last year or two, but I didn't lose two hundred grand on a house. So I'm, I it's sort of like I'm sort of happy about that. But so um you know how I'm trying to think now I'm sort of at this juncture where I'm like, do I want to buy stocks? I don't still don't want to really buy a house. I'm pretty happy renting a cheap place. Um, you know, should I? How to? Be I, I, I gotta ask, buyer? Eric. Does this story have an end? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. I'm okay, right there. okay, get finish. Gold shorting, forex stocks. What's the uh, you know what like? What are some good ways to be defensive? What okay, are the, what are your Go- thoughts on some of those specifically? Go- gold is for basically losers if you think it's an investment. Gold is for wealthy people. It's a nice hedge. It's an alternative asset class that counters inflation and, and is a non-correlating asset to the stock market per se. Now, Forex is one of those things that you'll hear infomercials about. Eric, have you ever bought anything from an a infomercial that, was, that held the value that they promised it? No. So give up on Forex. Forex is it's very expensive. It's very high commissions. There's ways to be defensive in the stock market that are liquid and easy. For instance, you know that we're in a tougher economy now that probably the next 10 years is going to be more of a middle-class time than a speculative upper-class time. So look at things like Seneca Foods or General Mills or Overhill Farms or Cot or Lance or Treehouse Foods or Ralcorp. Private label growth is going to continue to grow. There's going to be growth out there. Look for generics. They're going to continue to grow. Uh, Generic pharmaceuticals. Look for utilities. I think they're wonderful defensive plays. Uh, When you cut off my electricity, I call up and say, please turn it back on. And they go, pay us our money or go to jail. And I go, okay, I'll pay you. So names like Calpine and Pinnacle West and Excel Energy and Edison International and Alliant Energy and Progress Energy and First Energy, CMS Energy, um, Tico Energy, Consolidated Edison's ED, American Waterworks. There's so many utility ideas out there. Um, I would use weakness to buy strength. For instance, you hear about a bad economy and how that's going to hurt American Express. They're a big credit card company. You hear how it's going to hurt Capital One. They're a big credit card company. Um, anytime you hear weakness there, I say MasterCard and Visa, because although they 
they look like credit card companies. They're not. They don't lend money. So that's the way I play things, and I appreciate the call, Eric. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I do think 2010 is a slower growth. Uh, we, whether you think we had fast growth this year or not, we did. Because we went from a recession where we had negative 2 to 3% GDP to 1% GDP. And if you think about that, that's like a 4% swing, right? That's a pretty big growth metric. Now, it's from a depressed level. But it's a pretty big growth spurt. We're not going to go from 1% GDP growth to 5%. So we're going to be in a slower environment no matter what happens. Let's go to Paul Pebble, the Potrero San Francisco hillbilly. Paul Pebble, the Potrero hillbilly. Okay. Now, what, what makes you a hillbilly? I live on Potrero Hill. Okay. Do you drink moonshine? No, but I drink a lot of other stuff. What's, what's your drink of, 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 of note, Paul? Oh, Rainer's Ale and... Household Mickey. Household Mickey? What's a household Mickey? But anyway, you're talking about day traders. You don't know any successful day traders that do do their work in their pajamas at home. Uh-huh. Um, and you probably don't, but do they exist? And uh, how can one become one? I don't think they exist, Paul. I think they're like fairies. Oh, okay. So, thanks for the call, Paul. Okay. I am in talk show hell. This is some sort of punishment for something that I've done. 800-345-5639. I will say this. Carla Kane, which for the record, almost sounds like a porn name. It almost sounds like a porn name. It almost sounds made up. But she was in studio earlier this year, earlier this month. She's from the Corner Laughers. Very good looking, very good looking lead singer for the Corner Laughers. She sent me an email saying, "Um, um, 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 we've got theme music for you. They're going to send it soon. So we're going to get theme music from the Corner Laughers. We need theme music. We need listener-supported content. If you want to support me in any way, shape, or form, if you want to put together some funny music, if you want to put together some, you know, some of the, the, you know, Bart Simpson talking about finances or Gordon Gecko from Wall Street talking about money, anything you want to send in, let's put it this way. This is an open-source radio show. Oh, do you remember that awful experiment CBS did with open source radio where they were basically allowing you and me and anyone else to program a podcast and upload it? And they used to run it as a radio show. So that was a little bit of a disaster for CBS showing you that sometimes your best ideas just end up flopping. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls there. Carla Kane from the Corner Laughers. Yeah, she's sending in some theme music for me. And I'll take it. I think that's very, very cool. And I got to go see the Corner Laughers show this year. And you can find out more about them at cornerlaughers.com. Cornerlaughers.com. It's kind of weird. There's a vent in here that's covered up with cardboard. It gets cold in radio stations because the equipment's kind of expensive and they like keeping it cold. I don't know why, but they do. They've covered up the vent with cardboard. Makes me feel like I'm in a third world country. Let's go to Joe in Oakland. Joe. Hey, Rob. I want to get your take on where you think interest rates are going to be heading here in 2010. Uh, I was looking at bankrate.com, and it looks like they jumped up quite a bit today. Yeah, I think rates do move up, Joe. I think we have a better economy this year than next last year. And because of that, the Fed should stop buying mortgage-backed securities. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, I think um, long-term interest rates reflect inflation. And I think we'll see a little bit more inflation in the economy. And as we see more inflation come down, I think you'll see 30-year mortgage rates move higher. So I think we've seen a bottom for mortgage rates. I think 
Uh, for instance, this year I got a mortgage rate of 4.8%. Joe, if I was on crack cocaine out of my mind, partying until 4 in the morning in Las Vegas two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, and said, well, I get a 4.8% 30-year mortgage, I would have said, no, no chance on the planet, Joe. It's a fantasy that came true for me. I don't think we go lower than this. Would you recommend tackling a, a, a home now? I mean, is it, you know, financially, if, if you know, fully funding the 401k, yeah, yeah. funding the Roth IRA, is this a good time to, to get something? I bought a home back on Easter in 2009, and I think I paid too much for it by a good 10%. But if I'm in it for 10, 20, 30 years, I think it'll work itself out. And that mortgage rate is much more attractive to me than, say, being right on the price of the home. Because you don't really buy a price of a home, you buy a mortgage rate from someone, which is a concept you and I understand, but not most people. You could afford 3000 a month. You don't care if the home's worth $1 million, $5 million, $10 million. You want it to be worth $10 million at 3000 a month, but that's not reality. So you, you buy what you could afford. So I bought a home that I think I could transfer to someone else down the road. Well, you have a happy new year, and uh, keep doing good work. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. That's very, very sweet. Let's go to Colby in the East Bay. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, I had a question. Uh, I was looking at investing uh, outside of my 401k. What would be the benefit? Uh, to you, you talk a lot about buying stocks. Why would you want to do that instead of just getting like a mix of stocks and a mutual fund. If you listen long enough, Colby, I don't actually want you the average Joe buying stocks because it's a full-time job until you at least have a hundred to $200,000 so you could properly diversify. I would prefer you to buy mutual funds oh, okay. um, or index funds. I prefer index funds over mutual funds because a mutual fund, you put a manager in there and then suddenly you have to pay for that management. For instance, I love the Matthews funds. They, they do a lot of investing in, in Asia and India, but they charge you for that. You know, I don't know how to speak um, Asian. I don't know how to speak Indian. I don't know how to speak Chinese. I can't find Madagascar on a map, but they can. And again, I'm, I'm kind of playing up the whole I don't know how to speak Asian. <laughs> it's kind of funny, um, but it's not really all that funny because I'm probably offending someone, uh, which I have probably done numerous times today. So I'm willing to pay for an actively managed mutual fund with Matthews funds or Fidelity excluding Asia because I, I, I don't know those economies. Now, in the United States, why not buy a large cap S&P 500 fund or a total stock market fund or a small cap fund or an index fund tied towards mid caps in California? You can grasp those concepts a little bit easier than you can international investing concepts. So I tend to say with things you can't do well, pay for actively managed mutual funds. With things you can understand and grasp, I'd, pay for, I'd do it in index funds. I think equity, allocate, equity diversification and asset allocation is much, much more important than stock selection or market timing. Thanks for the call, right. Colby. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, 
Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.